But I want you to understand this morning, I want you to know that it's never too late for your children. I don't care where they're at today. The Bible says that the Word of God never, ever comes back void. Ever. We must never give up praying for our children and even our grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. We're glad you've joined us for our continuing focus on faith and godliness in the home. Today, we'll consider the spiritual influence we have as parents. Raul will encourage us to live out our God-given roles in guiding the next generation to faith in Jesus. You'll see that your relationship with the Lord is a powerful witness that can speak volumes to your children and grandchildren all throughout their lives. Here's Raul Reese now with today's lesson. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to the book of Deuteronomy. Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Leviticus, Numbers, and then Deuteronomy. The fifth book of the Old Testament. Chapter 6. And this morning I want to uh, speak to you about a subject also concerning parents, children, and the Word of God. Three important things. And the reason that we want to take this study is because not only we want to teach you, but we want to exhort you uh, to become a godly parent and a godly grandparent. But also for the children that are here, and young people that are here, that they also may uh, learn how to be responsible to the Word of God when they get married and they have children. And I want to start out by saying that if uh, you've been a lousy parent, don't feel bad. Okay? Uh, God always gives us new beginnings. Sometimes when uh, you're young and you're raising your children, you make a lot of mistakes. We all make mistakes. Uh, But at the same time, we can learn from those mistakes As we're being taught the Word of God, and now that maybe some of you are grandparents, uh, you can make up with your grandchildren uh, the things that you messed up with your children. But if you're a young parent, and you just started having children, then I'm really glad that you're here this morning. Because this is the beginning of a life that uh, can bring you not only success in the kingdom of God, But it can really enhance your knowledge and your wisdom in becoming a great parent in the kingdom of God. To make little disciples of Jesus Christ in the future to come. That's really important. Uh, Moses is the writer to the letter here. And uh, Moses is writing. And what's going on here is that God has given him the people of God. And Moses now is old. He's getting ready to die. And to be with the Lord. And he writes his last book, the book of Deuteronomy. And what he does is he actually writes the law of God, the second law. And he's actually repeating some of the things that he's already written. To remind them, because you know, as people, as human beings, we do uh, forget very easily. I guess the older you uh, you get, the more you forget. 
But uh, Moses wants us to understand that what is written is only for our example of the things that God already has made it an institution in the kingdom of God. And so when we talk about parents' responsibility to their children, it is very important. Because I wonder how many of us today here really are taking the time to make disciples of our children. I mean, Jesus thought of an important thing to take 12 men and make them his disciples. And many times it's one of those things that we not only think about, but many times we don't realize that children need the love of the parents. I don't know how many are here that maybe have not felt that love with their parents. But they've been feeling neglection. They've been feeling kind of pushed away. And yet God has called every mother and father to love his children. To love them. To love them with all their heart. And yet with so many people divorcing today and parents working all the time. There are a lot of young people today that are never loved or trained in the word of God. And yet when you look in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. You see how important thing being a parent was. And the actual wisdom that God gave to the parents. Because many times we think well you know we come to church and. Here we are at Calvary Chapel and on Sunday morning I take my children to the nursery and to Sunday school and they're getting the word of God. But you see, God hasn't called Calvary Chapel to teach your children. God has called you personally to teach your children. That's what the Bible says. Many times we're expecting other people, like the public schools, to educate our children. But yet the call of God to the church of God is that the parents would take the initiative and the responsibility and the accountability to teach their children the things about God, how great God is. I thank God for my children and for the life that He gave to us when my children were in my home. Now they're all gone and grown up. But it's kind of neat to see that maybe some of you have some children today that you actually taught them the word of God. They went to Sunday school and somehow as the years moved on, some of them have fallen by the wayside. And many of them have gone astray. But I want you to understand this morning, I want you to know that it's never too late for your children. I don't care where they're at today. The Bible says that the word of God never ever comes back void. Ever. We must never give up praying for our children and even our grandchildren and great grandchildren. Look what Moses says beginning with Deuteronomy chapter 6, 7, 8 and 9. Only four verses but very powerful. He says, and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes 
and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Now, what does he mean by all that? If we would take it for ourselves today, he's literally talking about filling your house with pictures and with things of God wherever your children may go. But at the same time, he's encouraging you and exhorting you that you have a responsibility to be diligent to teaching your children and to talking to them when you're sitting down in the breakfast table or lunchtime or dinner time. Or at the restaurant. Or maybe at the park. Or you might be sitting in the car going somewhere. Where you are able to share with them the word of God. And who God is. And the greatness of God. And his love and his mercies. That he's given to each one of us individually. Then he says when you go out and you sit down. Maybe in your house. Or maybe by the bedside as your children are getting ready to go to sleep. As you begin to share with them that day, maybe what God has shown you and passing it on to them from generation to generation, the word of God. And not only talking or sitting, but also he says as you're walking by the way, you might be strolling through the park. And you're talking and you're looking at the trees or the sun or the moon or the stars and talk about the greatness of the creation of God. So they can see that you have an intimate fellowship with God. But most of the times if we don't really take the time as we're walking and talking and and as we're sitting down or lying down or even rising up in the morning when we wake up and our children are getting ready to go to school or go to work, we can share with them a scripture and we can pray with them and we can encourage them as they're going out into a world that is so evil today. That's what he's trying to share with us today. Taking the time to care for our children. Taking the time to care and pray for them and to love them so they feel love within their hearts. This is commanded by God not only here in the book of Deuteronomy, but it's everywhere through the scriptures. You see, teaching your children enables you and it enables them to understand the law of God and how to apply it correctly in their own personal life. Especially when your child may have a trial or a temptation or they may get themselves in trouble. They'll always fall back on what you have shared with them. Because the word of God never comes back void. You see the Jews have an interesting thing. I was in Israel a couple of years ago. And we were down by the wailing wall where you have that separation between the women and the men. When they pray, they go up to the wailing wall. And it just happened that there was a family there at the wailing wall that the child was 12 years old. And he was actually going into manhood. And so the rabbis came out and they set up a table and they set up all these scrolls on the table. And I was watching and filming it. And then the little child, the little teenager, 12 years old, probably going to his 13th birthday, he got up into the pulpit and he opened the scroll and he began to read out of the scroll from right to left as he read the Hebrew scriptures. And then he rolled up the scroll and he began to actually, by memorization, he began to quote from Genesis all the way through Deuteronomy. Imagine that. Five books. He just began to go off and pronounce the scriptures in the Hebrews. Now that came through training and through the teaching of the word of God. 
Now, we're not, I'm not implying here that you should make your children memorize the whole Bible. That would be an impossibility. But it is possible to give to them a scripture every day so they can memorize it and it can enhance not only their wisdom and their knowledge, but as they go through times of trial and temptation and circumstances in their life, the scripture will always come back to memory. That's what the scripture teaches. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Don't forget, we're committed to helping you cultivate a closeness with God that will inspire and motivate your family. Visit us at somebodylovesyou.com or call us at 800-634-9165 and join Rawl on his YouTube channel Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. Now back to the conclusion of our lesson, Parents, Children, and the Word. I am so glad for memorizing Scripture. There have been times in my life that I'm going through a trial or something's going on and the Holy Spirit will quicken to my mind that certain verse that I've memorized by David or even by the Lord Jesus Christ that will bring comfort to my life. And not only comfort, but it will give me the wisdom and the knowledge that I need to apply at that particular moment in my life. That's what the scripture teach. And I feel, parents, that you and I have a great responsibility to be models to our children and to our grandchildren and to our great-grandchildren. And then when the children grow up and they go on their own and you have done your duty in giving them the Word of God and pray with them and being an example with them, they will rise up one day, the Bible says, and they will call you blessed. Blessed. Because you've taken the time to teach your children. In the book of Deuteronomy 11:15 says, I will send grass in your fields and your livestock and you shall eat and be filled. Take heed to yourselves lest your heart be deceived and you turn aside to serve other gods and worship them. Lest the Lord's anger be aroused against you and he shut up the heavens so that there be no rain and the land yield no produce and you perish quickly from the good land which the Lord has given to you. Therefore, You shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign in your hand and that they shall be frontless between your eyes, the phylacteries. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit down in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up and you shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Imagine that. Just a constant repetition through the Old Testament on the importance and responsibility of the parents to their children. May God help us this morning to become better parents. Surely we want to see our children in heaven. Surely we do. It always breaks my heart when I have to do a funeral for some young person. And to know that that young person did not come to know the Lord. And to watch those parents without hope and without God in their lives. Thinking that they will never ever see their child again. But what a different thing it is for a child of God. Those that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That if my son or your daughter or granddaughter, or grandson, or mother, or father, if we're believers, if we die, then we have a great hope, and we will see each other again. 
That's the hope of the resurrection that God has given to each one of us individually here today. And that's why we must take the time out of our busy schedules to sit down with our children and to talk with them and to pray with them and to laugh with them and to share with them everything that's gone on in their lives. And if they're not willing to reach out, you reach out to them. And you pray for them and you call them. Don't wait for them to call you. You bug them because you love them. That's the key. Dr. Billy Graham said something very interesting. He said, parents do wrong by fault, by failing to exercise wise and loving authority over their children. Children are born with an intimate instability and with a desire to be directed and guided by their parents. If they discover that their parents are weak instead of strong and incapable of leading them properly, then their personalities are affected. And they will then seek and find unwholesome and improper leadership in gangs, in drugs, in sexual encounters. If you don't take the time to teach and to love your children, somebody else will do it for you. Somebody else will do it for you. And that's why so many kids have been deceived. A lack of love in the home. A lack of respect. A lack of true Christianity within the church of Jesus Christ. As we encounter God's love and God's mercies upon each one of our lives. What must a parent do for his child? Well, first of all, a parent must take the time to teach. To teach their children God's word. That's a command. In Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7, he said again, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And shall talk to them when you sit down in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And then secondly, parents have to take the time not only to teach, but to train their children. To train them. By example, Proverbs 22, 6 says, Train up a child in the way that he or she should go, and when he or she gets old, he will not depart from it. Pretty interesting. Will not depart from it. Why? They'll always come back to the foundation, which they've been taught by the Word of God. Thirdly, parents have to be able to provide for their children. While your children are in the home, you are the provider for the children. And it's so neat because Paul the Apostle said it this way. He says, for the children are not to lay up for their parents, but the parents are to lay up for their children. You see? And that's again part of a loving and caring parent. Being wise in what you give to your children. Not spoiling them. Not destroying them. But being careful the way we give things to our children and making provision for each one of them. And then there's a fourth thing that parents must do. And that is to take the time to nurture. To nurture their children. It says in Ephesians 6, 4, Paul said, And you fathers, do not provoke your children unto wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Fathers, you have a great responsibility, men, to your home. Not only to admonish, but to love and to care for your wife and to care for your children. 
and providing every need physically, financially, that has to be done in the home. And then taking the time as a father, no matter how busy your schedule may be, to play ball with your child. Or if you have a girl, it's totally a different thing too. But being with them, spending time with them, going with them, being in their activities, being in their life. So you become part of their life. Because there have been so many parents that have no testimony in their old age of being with their children at their baseball games or theater or whatever it may be that they're doing in school. You always hear kids say, well, my dad was never there or my mom was never there. I was always looking and nobody was there. You don't want to hear that from your children. And if you have failed in that way, God will forgive you. Hey, begin not to demonstrate that love to your children. No matter how old we get, we should never give up on our children ever. I don't care how old you are. You should pray for your children and love them and keep in contact with them because you love them so much. We only live once and then the end comes. And surely we want to see all of our families in heaven. In heaven we want to see them. That's the ultimate goal that we have here today. And then parents not only nurture their children, but parents have to have control of their children. How do you have control of your children? Through love. By teaching them discipline. Teaching them obedience. As they watch your life in your devotion times. As they watch your life under stress in the home. Instead of yelling and screaming, you get on your knees and they watch you pray for the situation. Do they see your wife and you yelling or screaming or really communicating in a decent and fashionable way? In a godly way where there's no confusion or division, but there's peace in the home because there's control by the Holy Spirit. And then parents for sure are to be in love with their children. They are to love their children. To love their children, he says in Titus 2.4, that they may admonish the young women to love their husbands and to love their children. To love their children because Christ loved us. And then there's one more thing that I want to tell you. And that is when you love your children, what do you do? You discipline your children. Just like the Bible says in Hebrews 11, that if a father loves his child, he's not going to let him get away with anything. But a father or a mother are not going to be abusive with the child, or verbally or physical abusers. But they're going to do it the Bible way. And they're going to do this. He says in Proverbs 13, 24, He who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Every time he does something wrong, you sit down, you explain it, you teach him through the word of God. And if they have to be spanked, you never spank with your hand or with your feet. Why? Because if I go like this all the time, when I'm going to caress for love, they always go like this. You see? The hands were made to what? To love, to touch, to stroke, not to smack people around. They got to see Christ in you, even in the discipline. Just like the Lord, He doesn't wipe you out when you messed up. But what does He do? He forgives you, and He cleanses you, and He washes you, and He treats you as a son, not as a distant person. And that's the way we have to be, in correcting our children because we love the Lord. So I exhort you this morning to take the time, if you haven't, and start today with prayer. And start tomorrow with the Word of God. 
Read him a scripture. Read him a chapter. Go to the Proverbs. Go to Psalms. Or get a book and go through a book with them. I mean, don't read to them three hours. They'll never make it. Not even an hour. But just take the time. Be sensitive to their needs. And as you do that, God will enrich you. And God will bless you. No matter what season of parenting you might be in, we hope you've been encouraged by the assurance that God can do a mighty work in your kids' hearts when you faithfully, consistently point them to His truth. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. If you'd like to hear today's program in its complete form, just call us at 800-634-9165 and mention today's title, Parents, Children, and the Word. We'll send a copy to you for a donation of $5 or more. We'd also like to tell you about Rawls' 20-part marriage series on an MP3 thumb drive. As you explore God's instructions for a healthy relationship between husbands and wives, you'll also learn more about creating a strong spiritual heritage for your family. This collection includes a special interview with Rawl and his wife Sharon as well, featuring their insights into the ups and downs of marriage and parenting. To order this 20-part series, including the bonus interview, visit SomebodyLovesYou.com or call 800-634-9165. We'll send your USB drive for a gift of $30 or more. That's 800-634-9165. Or you can write us at Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. Thanks again for joining us today. Next time, we'll quiet ourselves before the Lord as we look to Him to instruct and uplift us through the pages of His Word. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.